There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. Happy Tuesday. Be careful on the roads out there. It's snowy. People are wrecking their cars. You have to give yourself extra time and you have to go slow. You got to take your time. Yes, you do. We Listen don't to us. We'll help you pass the time. Exactly. Uh, just so you know, we want you to listen all day long, especially on our app. If you're in the car right now, we're getting you through your commute. Don't forget that you can log in online or in, on any mobile device and become eligible for prizes what? just for listening. Yes, we, uh, we have a pair of Fitbit Charge 3 fitness trackers to start the new year. You can enter to win those. You better tap that app. Yes. You better get it. I was going to say, Aaron, where you going with that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> we have other January prices, including gift cards to Michael's, Cheers, Pablo, Panera, Chipotle, and more. Mm-hmm. Get the app or go online and register to win listener rewards at mytalk1071.com. Uh, and right now, um, I've been talking about it. Uh, we are going to actually give away a prize. <gasps> It's true. I love prizes. I know. And you're going to love this prize because it is a four pack of vouchers to Children's Theater Company's production of Mr. Popper's Penguins running now through February 24th. So give us a call. Caller number seven, six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. You will love it. It's going to be fantastic. It's a great show. Yes. Okay. Everything they do there is awesome. So call Sonny. She will hook you up. Caller number seven right now. <gasps> okay. So the Oscar nominations came out at 720. We had to break away for a while to do a very important thing. Second chance friendship. That's way more important. Getting people together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting people together. Is that- it? I feel like we brought so many people together today. Yes, we did. Okay, so we're going to go over some of these things that we missed. Um, so let's Ooh, start with uh, Best Picture okay. nominations. Um, Black Panther. All right. Black Klansman. Okay. Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh. The Favorite. Oh. Green Book. Uh-huh. Roma. Mm-hmm. A Star is Born. And Vice. <gasps> That is a long list. That's a lot, isn't it? My gosh. Also, I feel like we need a drum roll or something. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Gotta, you know, Jason always has all of his sound effects over I there. And I can do sound are. effects for you with my mouth. Yes! Okay, here we go. We're going to move on to actress in a leading role. A drum roll, please, Eric. We have Yalitza Apara. Oh, boy, I can't say it. It's an You're Italian name. You're doing a really great Aparicio. job, though. For Roma. Okay. okay. She's the star of Roma. We have Glenn Close for The Wife. My this- mother just saw it yesterday. She gave it a fantastic review. Yeah. She loved it. Okay. We have Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga, A Star <gasps> is Born. There you go. There's oh, your girl. I don't think she's going to win, but I wish she would. 
That would just be fantastic. And then we just announced the Razzies at the top of the 7 o'clock hour. Melissa McCarthy was nominated for Worst Actress. Well, she's nominated for Best Actress in Can You Ever Forgive Me? There you go. Good for her. Boom, boom, boom. That's awesome. I don't know what that movie is, but I've heard great things about it. Well, we should watch it. We should. Okay, here we go. Can I get another drum roll, please? (laughs) Actor in a leading role, Christian Bale for Vice. I love Christian Bale. I do, too. We have Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born. Totally deserves this. We have Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate. Ram, uh, Rami Malik. That's the way you say it, right? Is it Rami or Rami? Rami, Rami Malik? I think Rami it's like Malik. ramen noodles. Rami Malik for yes. Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, and then we have Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. I love oh, Viggo Mortensen right. too. So we're moving on to directing here. Ooh, Let's all right. uh, drum roll. So wait, how do you feel about those? Good? I feel great about those. Okay, um, good. You know, I, I, it's not really a surprise. All of these were... I don't see any that weren't nominated. You don't for see any villains at this point. I don't see a villain at this point. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody won, and that was the villain of this Golden right? Globe. So, all right, I'm ready, director. Okay, directing. <laughs> all right, we have Spike Lee for Black Klansman. Yes, Spike Lee, come on. Oh yeah, we have. Has top- he ever won an Oscar? Has he won an Oscar before? Do the right thing. I don't know. Okay, all I right. will look it up. Okay, uh, up now. okay, Thank you, we Sonny. have Powell. Uh, Paulikowski for Cold War. Okay. This is best directing. We have um, Yorgos Lathimos. Oh, I'm terrible. Uh, with the favorite, we have Alfonso Curon for Roma. Hopefully, I pronounced all of those right. So those I hope are. So. so Bradley Cooper is not listed for directing for A Star Is Born. Ooh. ooh. Okay. We have actor in a supporting role, Mahershala Ali for yes. Green Book. We have Adam Driver for Black Klansman. Uh, we also have Sam Elliott for A Star is Born. Oh. You were very excited about that, right? Yeah. You like him in the movie, too? Do you like Sam Elliott? I love Sam Elliott. You will love him in this role. It's just very touching. He does a great job. That is a man who allows his mustache to represent him. <laughs> yes. We have Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? That's the Melissa mm-hmm. McCarthy, McCarthy movie. Uh, and then Sam Rockwell for Vice. Yes, Sam Rockwell. Yes. Okay, actress in a supporting role goes to, we did hear this if you were listening in, in the live feed at 720, but I'll go over it again. We have Amy Adams for Vice, Marina de Tavira for Roma, mm-hmm. Regina King, If Beale Street Could Talk, yes. Emma Stone for The Favorite, and Rachel Weiss for The Favorite. Okay. Spike Lee was nominated for Do the Right Thing and Four mm-hmm. Little Girls. Okay. And then he had he won an Academy Honorary Award, but it doesn't say the film. I think oh. that it's for, I think that that was for, and for. I may be speaking out of, ter- out of, out of turn, but I think mm-hmm. that it's for the, for the, uh, like docu series, docu film he did about uh-huh. the, uh, hurricane in New Orleans. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. About okay. Katrina. And yeah, it was like, I think it was that, but I cannot be held accountable if it's somebody knows send it tweet it to us right okay. now tweet okay. it to okay. me yeah but i don't think he's ever like won one for like a thing okay it doesn't say it other doesn't than say. that yeah yeah okay uh we're Thanks, gonna Sonny. get into screenplay adapted screenplay we have the ballad of buster scruggs uh that's joel and ethan cohen we have black Klansmen. Um, there are th- four screenwriters including spike lee listed there can you ever forgive me if beale street could talk a star is born Okay, Eric Roth and Bradley Cooper and Will Fetters uh, adapted that screenplay. Okay, original screenplay. I'm reading these because I have a master's in screenwriting, so it interests me who's who's uh, doing screenplays. Okay, so uh, original screenplay. We have the favorite. 
Uh, we have First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. So will you do this for me? Yeah. Will you explain to me what is the difference between the screenplay and the adapted? What's the difference between those two you just did? The two different categories. Okay, well, adapted screenplay means it was already uh, a screenplay before and they've just changed it or it's adapted from a book. Okay, okay. that's what I didn't know. And they didn't come up with the original concept. They've okay. just taken an, another script or book and, and adapted it. Original screenplay is obviously original. So if it was a book before, <laughs> it couldn't be an original Yeah, like screenplay. Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, that's Listen, an adapted screenplay. That holds a very high honor, <laughs> Dawn, of being one of 15 different films that were nominated for both a Razzie and an Oscar. So... I know. I looked I, it up. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, foreign language film, um, Roma. You know, Roma has gotten so much publicity. Is Roma is, just a net, is, I shouldn't say just, but is, I know it's on Netflix. Is it a Netflix film? I don't know. Or is it a film that then went to Netflix and is on Netflix? I think it's an original Netflix I will production. And, um, and they have spent... I read an article about this that they have spent like 15 times the amount to try to get it nominated for Oscars. Really? You know, the whole circuit that they, you know, of course they invest money in trying to sway the Academy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they've spent so much money that it's unheard of the amount trying to get Roma nominated well, and it, it worked. worked because it's all over the place here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, you know, there's original score. Let's do that. Yep. Black Panther, Black uh, Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, which I loved, by the way. Nice. I thought that was fantastic. Mary Poppins Returns. It is a Netflix original. The end. Okay, great. So they've already invested a ton of money anyway. Who knows? I mean, ooh. Netflix legitimately cares not at all. No, they don't care. They're like, we have so much money. We don't care what we're going to do with it. Right. What? We'll buy everybody Starbucks. Like They literally sent, uh, which this is a little like bribing. They sent like gift bags and things to like really expensive gifts out to Academy members for Roma. Yeah. Um, Okay. Original song, All the Stars, Black Panther. Oh, that's such a great song. Yeah. All Fight, uh, RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yep. Yep. The Place Where Lost Things Go. For uh, NPR, Is that Mary Poppins. Uh huh. Okay. NPR, Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, <laughs> we have Shallow, obviously from A Star Is Born, original song. She's got to win it. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings, Buster Scruggs. Uh, all right, and then so that's basically the long and short of it. We already heard about sound editing, sound mixing, um, makeup. Uh, and all of visual effects. I'll read some of those. Avengers Infinity War, their only nomination for visual oh. effects. We have Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, oh. and Solo, A Star Wars Story. Okay. Right. So, very exciting day. Um, the Oscars are, I believe, the 22nd of February, if I have that right. And then the Razzies are the next day. So they give it a little time. <laughs> they give it a little time. <laughs> yes. They want to uh, do it while everybody is still in town. Is that what it is? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so those are your Oscar nominations. Uh, and coming up at eight o'clock, we're going to talk to Elizabeth Reese. I'm sure she'll have a lot to say about this um, because she will be doing the Dirt Alert coming up next. But then we're going to have Marley Bigelow McMillan in to talk Woo-hoo! about The Bachelor. She loves The Bachelor. I could not get on board with it this season, though. And you I'm, are not a Bachelor fan. I'm not a Bachelor fan. But yeah. I like to I like that other people are. I will always be intrigued and, and um 
Like, I love when people like things really hard because it makes me want to know how they feel about it. Yeah. Just because I'm not watching it doesn't mean that, like, I don't want to hear what you think about it. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate somebody else doing it for me. Yes. So if she would like my information on the celebrity Big Brother house, I will fill in. uh, Yes. Fill it in. Um, Also, um, some other Bachelor news out there if you're a fan of the whole franchise. Ari and Lauren got married. Um, that just happened on the 12th of January. Oh. Now, Ari Leyendijk Jr. is the one who uh, picked Becca, right. our own Becca, from Minnesota, and then dumped her and then for said, Lauren. I, and so, then, yeah. So the world hates him. Yeah. <laughs> so they actually, but I will say this, they actually sealed the deal, which is rare. I mean, there haven't been very many bachelor marriages. That's what I call commitment to the bit. Yes. <laughs> exactly, Erin. You're right about that. I'm just also, saying. Uh, we have Jason and Caitlin Bristow dating. Jason is from uh, Becca's season. He was third in line. So oh. they are actually dating now. And she's calling him her boyfriend. Oh. Uh, yeah. Also, Kendall, uh, who was very outspoken on um, on Ari's season. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. It is time for the Dirt Alert. So Jason and Alexis in the morning, My Talk 1071. We have the lovely Elizabeth Reese. How are you, Elizabeth? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you, ladies? Doing good. Schwab, what a joy. Oh my gosh, I love you so much. And I have a chicken, but we should talk about that later. That feeling is so mutual, and I hope you don't only have one chicken. We do only have one, but oh. I will tell you why. But not right now. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. Nobody, none of them died. Just so you know. Yeah, that's usually what happens to mine when I have my daughter won her chicken at school. Oh man. (laughs) And it's living in your house, isn't it? No, it's got a cute little, it's got a cute little place outside. Oh, that is hilarious. A little heat lamp and a lot of fluff. It's a hearty Minnesota winter chicken. You need to get a couple more chickens so it has some friends, sister. I know, but they will hurt each other if they're like not the right age. And when we got it, it was like eight weeks old already. I know, but you can, you can get them to be friends you'll be you able can. to do it yes. we're gonna get one we have a friend who has a farm up north there she's gonna bring me a chicken <laughs> oh my god i love this my sister raises chickens too <laughs> this yeah. is the best thing i'm so sorry that jason is sick yeah i'm happy that alexis is enjoying time in puerto rico that right. being said because these two things have collided the dirt alert is leading with chicken talk which has never <laughs> yes. happened in the history of my time <laughs> okay. on this radio station and so it's pretty much my favorite day ever yay <laughs> like it okay uh i do have some dirt to get to though and the biggest story of the day has to do with chris brown oh man chris brown is in trouble Uh friends chris brown and two members of his team have been detained by french police they are in custody they have been arrested a woman claims she was raped by chris brown in a hotel this is not good. So not French good. authorities are confirming this to TMZ. This is all over every entertainment site today. And um, he is in custody for alleged aggravated rape and narcotics offenses. Authorities said that he um, is being processed. So that is what the French version of being arrested and booked is. So here's what this woman says. She says that she met Chris Brown overnight between January 15th and January 16th at this club, Le Cristal, and then headed back to the Mandarin Oriental Hotel with him. And she claims that he raped her there. So this is in France, in France. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, This is in Paris. Investigators then have a couple of days to decide to file preliminary charges or to let him go. And um, he was spotted at another club in Paris on Saturday night, just three days after the alleged rape with Amica Harris, this woman that he is reportedly dating. Oh, 
So um, a longtime Parisian criminal defense attorney is telling TMZ early this morning that, again, within two days, he has to either be released or appear in court following his arrest. And um, if he's released with obligations, which is something that can happen in France, then he could be required to surrender his passport to French authorities and would remain in Paris pending trial, which typically takes a year. And then the lawyer also said that he could be required to go to the police station every two weeks to ensure that he's still in France. And you'll remember, you know, we actually learned a lot about the French legal system with the Kim Kardashian situation when she was robbed at gunpoint. Yes. Um, That it's not that the French legal system puts a lot more um, a lot more weight on the person who's accused of the crime. Mm -hmm. Here we have a real like innocent until proven guilty thing. Right. And uh, and there's a lot of criticism about our legal system because a lot of times it feels like the victim has to go on trial in order to um, get anything to happen within the legal system. Sure. In France, it's a little bit different. It's much more, um, you know, because Kim Kardashian, she didn't have to go to Paris to testify. The judge flew to New York to do it because it's a lot more about preserving the the well-being of the victim. Ah, that's where the focus hmm. lies. You know, I kind of like that, to be I, honest you with know, you. When I learned yeah. that and when we were going through that situation with Kim Kardashian, I felt the same way. It felt a little bit more fair. That being said, you know, there are other things that aren't fair about France that are maybe more fair here. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Chris Brown, you will, of course, remember, um, has had quite a legal history. He was prosecuted for felony assault and making criminal threats after he brutally attacked Rihanna in Los Angeles. And we all remember that photo of Rihanna. Yes. He later pled guilty to a felony and was sentenced to community service. Pled guilty to a felony and was sentenced to community service. Yes. Yes. And when you talk about... Things that are unfair in the prison system. I bet you can think of a few people who maybe have like sold some drugs and are mm-hmm. in prison for, for life. life. Yep. Chris yes. Brown beat up Rihanna to the yep. point where you could barely recognize her face. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was sentenced to community service. Hmm. I'll say it again. Okay. Now we'll move on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now we'll move yeah. on. Uh, okay. The Oscar nominations are out. So yep. that's exciting because, you know, this is, of course, the season. And let's see, I've got the full list of nominations. There were a few, like um, Bradley Cooper didn't get nominated for Best Director, which people right. were surprised about for mm-hmm. A Star is Born. Um, there, let's see, Best Actor, Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, uh, Willem Dafoe, Rami Malek, uh, Viggo Mortensen, and um, Rami Malek. Oh, yeah, that's, that's who they're pr- predicting <laughs> is going to win. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, that New York Post or the page six. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet. I haven't either. And I need to because uh, I kind of trust Jason's judgment and he really didn't like it that much. He didn't like it, but please remember this. He had a really negative experience in the theater while he was seeing it. There was a man there that was heckling during <gasps> the film. That's oh, right. He no. was saying really offensive, really awful things. Yeah. And I think... I think it would be interesting if he went and saw it again. Yeah. To see it without that sort of resonating. Mm Because I think no matter what, your experience in the theater is going to affect how you see the film. That's why there needs to be an ejection button. Heck (laughs) yes. Get that guy out of there. Get it out. I need to see it too. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen anything. Uh, Roma and The Favorite are leading (laughs) this year's list. So they each have 10 nominations apiece. Mm. And then, um, I mean, a big deal for Netflix. It's first ever Best Picture nod thanks to Roma. So there you go. 
Anyway, oh, that's right. what I have, you guys. I only got through a couple stories because of the chicken talk, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. A little bit, Gosh, I will get more chicken. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Text me. Go back. Okay, okay you bye. can see Elizabeth Reese on Twin Cities Live today. Coming up next, Marley to talk about The Bachelor on My Talk 1071 everything entertainment everything bachelor bachelor we have marley bigelow mcmillan in the studio with us as well as aaron schwab <laughs> filling in today with me hello i'm don mcclain i'm the producer jason is on the mend um he's still recovering and uh, alexis is in puerto rico so yep. It's time to talk Bachelor. Golly gee. Hello. Good morning, and ladies. Oh, hello. producing over there. Thanks oh, for Sonny. We're having a in. girl party, man. Yeah. I, I love, love it. it. Good morning, Sonny. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Dawn. Good morning, this is like good morning. a girl party. Hopefully a little bit more fun than the girl party that was happening on The Bachelor last night because we're not sure Uh-oh. if we're watching The Bachelor or The Beauty Pageant Showdown. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> there are two beauty pageant contestants oh. on this show right now and okay. they are going at each other's throats. They officially did the unthinkable on the show which never ends well where <gasps> they threw each other under the bus. They oh, both did. No. Q Colton. She said she said situation. He doesn't know who to believe. It is <laughs> just who knows what's so, gonna happen. Crowd neither winner. <laughs> oh my, are so, they already bawling their eyes out? Oh lord. Oh yeah. So Actually, neither of them are gonna win Miss Congeniality at this particular time. Neither of them are going to win Miss Congeniality. I would be very um, uh, surprised if either of them actually won The Bachelor. As for their future beauty contestant... uh, This probably did, like, it upped their social media presence, (laughs) so that they're, like, way up top now. (laughs) Maybe they've still got a chance there. Uh, But at this point... Do you think they've ruined their reputation as beauty contestants by their behavior? I really don't know because it's funny. So, this this beauty pageant drama is between Hannah B. and Kaylin on the show. Is there more than one Hannah and that's why you call her Hannah B. Yes. Is it Hannah A and Hannah B or is it like their initials are not? No, it is Hannah G and Hannah B. Got okay. it. Okay. Hannah yes. B. So it's like the A Hannah and the B Hannah. Okay. All right. I'm good. Keep going. Okay. I mean, there is an A Hannah. That's Hannah G. Got it. <laughs> Just because she's not involved in any. <laughs> she's, our, she's our A-list she's bachelorette. She's A-list at this our point. A-list okay. bachelor Hannah. For all of these people being on the hard D list, yeah. Yeah. Hannah G's kind of A list okay, at this point. That's okay, good. Okay. So uh, Hannah B though and Kaylin. Hannah B scares all of us. Okay. I, I think she had the one on one last week, which was the most awkward one on one of all time. She smiles so hard that she looks like one of her eyes is going to pop out of her head and oh like, gosh. and she might come and stab you. But yeah. she's not the one who kept interrupting people. No, that's Catherine. Okay, I just wanted to. I didn't. I couldn't remember names. Go all ahead. right, Aaron. We've almost got you. We've almost got you. <laughs> 
on the wagon. You're, yeah. We're pulling you behind. I am not a bachelor watcher, but I do love to hear the dish. On a toboggan, but we're pulling you Thank in you for slowly and pulling Just keep you on, going. back on the truck bed. Okay, so um, so yeah, Hannah B's a little scary, and okay. I think we were all on Kaylin's side, and then Kaylin is very distraught at this point and uh, <laughs> goes and talks to Colton and <gasps> says, look... I am having a hard time. Hannah B's clearly said things about me to you. I just want to get it out all in the open. Be honest. Yes, we had a falling out. I think she's toxic. I think she's manipulative. So she actually blatantly said the things that she thinks about Hannah. Hannah did this in a little bit more of a manipulative way, I would say. It Uh. came across better to Colton because Colton goes, well, is she fake? And Hannah just kind of goes. And shrugged. She's like, you said it. (gasps) So she didn't actually explicitly say anything, which comes across better to Colton, but looks really manipulative. So uh, at the same time, though, again, Kaylin and Hannah are saying the exact same things about each other, that they're both liars. They're both fake. They're both manipulative. Colton doesn't know who to believe. Kaylin is crying at one point. Many, many tears coming out of her eyes. Is she wearing mascara that's waterproof, though? Probably. She seems to know the makeup, uh, the makeup tips because she just has big lashes on. That way, you don't have to wear mascara and it won't drip. (laughs) That's probably true too. She got the big mink lashes on. She's fine. Huge lashes and clearly a lot of Botox as well. So she's she's definitely knowing what's going on in the makeup world. Can I just tell you, your retelling of The Bachelor is far more interesting (laughs) and exciting to me than any sitting and watching all eight hours of it. So thank you for being you. Thank you for doing this for us. Aaron, it is my (laughs) pleasure. I'm just saying, I love it. All right, what else? Is there more? What happened then? (laughs) Thank you, and thank you for being you. Did anyone else get kicked out? What happened? Thank you for being you. Um, Did anyone get kicked off? What else happened? Okay, the dates were pretty weird last night. The very first date was a group date, and it was a pirate off. That's what I'm calling it. Everybody dressed up as a pirate, (gasps) and then they had to whack each other and fall off beams, and then at the very end, they had to save Colton, who was like tied to a tree stump or something. Sure, So it was was a combination of everybody dresses up as a pirate and pretends to be American Gladiator. (laughs) I don't know who came up with that one. (laughs) Do you you not wish that you could just be in those planning sessions where you're like, what do you think? What have we not done yet? Mm, Pirates. It's the same as Celebrity Big Brother people. Beating each other up with giant giant, um, non-hurting sticks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was was dumb. It was either an intern that just got there and kind of doesn't really know what's going on or one that's been there way too long and has no more (laughs) ideas. Has no ideas. Yes. No more ideas. Ideas. <laughs> no ideas done. left. So then the next date was an amusement park with kids, which one of my favorite tweets last night was, this is supposed to be fun? This this isn't a date? Going to the amusement park with kids isn't a date? That's Wait a, a minute. nightmare. Who's kids? Who's kids? <laughs> so, they okay. just hire some? Uh, well, I, I don't think they got paid, but they that's like central casting. They were like, we need kids that aren't afraid oh, of sure mass, so, massive quantities of um, really competitive women. Can yeah. we do that? Just, well, OK, this, so this was a one on one. So this oh, is Colton yeah. and Elise. They I feel show better up. now. Elise uh, is lovely. She's the redhead from Alaska. Colton says, hey, Elise, I know you thought this was a one on one, but it's actually <gasps> a group date. Oh, my God. Did and then Elise cry? is really scared. 
he thinks all the girls are going to show up, or at least oh they try God, to play it that way horrible. on TV. And then all the kids show up. So like 30 little kids no. run out. Oh, I know, right? Lord. So all the moms in the audience are like, this is not fun. This is not enjoyable. This is terrible. This Why is, would you give that to someone as a date? They are central casting kids, too. I guarantee you. Oh, oh but is it totally? Oh, yeah. Those oh, are, my no, God. I mean, yes, yes. Oh, really? Were they all super adorable? I don't know. They, yes, they all, they're all they were like, I ignored them from the moment they appeared on screen. Yeah, they're I'm not like, just I don't know. They were, kids. No, they these were are kids. kids. Yeah. They were kids. Mm-hmm. Any kid between the age of like two and eight to yeah. me is all the same age. Uh-huh. You know. All right. So, yeah. she, but she was like in it. Did she act like she was crabby about it? No, no. She obviously you got to you got to you got to have a good time and you at can't least like pretend this. that you're uh, at least pretend that you're a nurturing. So woman. was this him being like, see, I'm not just interested in like taking you into the bachelor hoo-ha room and doing it with you and losing my big V card. But it's like, I want to have a family. I'm going to see how you interact with children. A family of Definitely. 30. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think that's How many, many kids can you handle? Well, that's, I mean, that's my question. You, that's when you're horrible. running a daycare, you're, it's supposed to be like three to one as far as adults go or something. So that's too many. It was definitely him many. seeing how uh, how she interacts with kids. Yeah. And it went well. And I have to say, that was the first time I've really found Colton attractive was with Elise because she just seems to be like an, a woman of substance and, <gasps> and lovely. And Col- the fact that Colton was really attracted to her, I loved them together. Last okay, night. now I want her. her to win. I know, me too. And she's from Alaska. I'm obsessed with Alaska. I know. She's cool. She's yeah. really cool. And side note about her, she opened up a little bit last night and talked about the fact that her sister recently passed away. Aww. And it was like a really difficult story. Aww. And uh and and again, so they they got into some actual conversation. So last did the night. kids go away eventually? They had dinner. <laughs> they were not Definitely. there for that discussion, oh, right? Thank God. No, they weren't. <laughs> They're like, what's passing away? Okay, but I, okay, so I have not watched The the Bachelor, but I watched the (laughs) other show, the Unreal show, right? Yes. So now you tell me that story, and because my whole vision of The Bachelor is tainted by that other show. Yep. Did, like, did her, like, do, how do you know that that's a real thing? And they didn't just, like, make it up for her to say. Uh, I believe that that would be, I know that's a terrible thing for me to say, but I was like, I don't, I don't believe any of it now because Um, of the other program. I, I, you know, I feel sad. I have done my fair share of bachelor digging and well sleuthing. This is why I'm asking you, because I believe you. Well, if if they're going to tell a lie as big as that, that's going to get found out pretty quick. Well said. Like, we're going to find that, that out on the like internet. And sounded super today. icky that I said it, but like, for real, I want to know, you know way more than I do, okay. so I'm like, I will buy into some of it. So... Let if me, I believe some of it's true. Let me give you an example. The girl right. who claims that she's never been kissed, Heather. Yeah. No way. Forget it. That's not possible. Right. There's also no way to really like prove that, I guess. I, I mean, unless it. all the people she's kissed or the one person she kissed or whatever some it is came out of the woodwork. It's like, I stuck my tongue down her throat three times. <laughs> yes. I played tonsil hockey with her. <laughs> um, but, so but the sister thing, like you could find that out yeah, very you easily. Could, yeah. that's Somebody, a big, that's I appreciate that you ruin the franchise. in my in my. <laughs> You're very welcome. Again, again, pulling you in slowly on the toboggan. You're almost on the back flatbed of the truck. So what should we expect next week? Wow. uh, What should we expect next week? Uh, Beauty pageant showdown continued part de. It did not conclude this week. Colton kept both Hannah B and Kaylin around. So Mm. that drums is going to continue. We can probably expect more weirdness from Demi, who had 
two confrontations with other women last night. She's the little 23-year-old spitfire who Uh uh, actually put a blindfold on Colton last night and spanked him. (gasps) Um, By the way, Colton Colton is living his best life on Twitter. The most interesting things that he said are on Twitter, one of which included him talking about having been spanked by Demi this week. Demi goes, are you nervous? And Colton tweeted last night. He goes, yeah, I'm blindfolded and you took me to the fantasy closet last week. Because last week she brought him to a, a little room with a robot and tried to give him a back rub. And then this week she blindfolded him and started spanking him with a wooden paddle. She got her own special bird box like challenge. Oh. That's what that is. Hey, thank you for bringing right? up bird box. Colton also tweeted last night, uh, is this bird boxer, is this bachelor with a screen grab of him getting spanked? Yes! Yes. Oh, good. Well, at least yes. she has some personality. She definitely does. And you kind of can't tell if you love her or hate her, but she's kind of the new villain. Catherine, our uh, perceived Catherine. initial villain. The interrupter. The interrupter who, uh, yes, we will all remember her because she looks about 20 years older than she actually is because yeah. she's had so much work done. Oh. Um, she she had a good episode last night. Let's let's talk about the fact that she almost won the strong woman competition. She's actually kind of athletic, Ooh. but she went home. So our, our oh, new okay. villain is Demi. Catherine is a goodbye. Oh, okay. bye-bye. Now, how can people listen to You Get a Rose, your podcast? You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, but iTunes or the MyTalk app or the MyTalk <gasps> website Yes. Find it wherever you find your podcasts. You, guys, you, you could Marley. win a prize and listen to Marley. That's right. That's two prizes in one. It is. Thank you, Marley, for coming in. Thanks for having me. Okay, coming up next, Aaron Schwab's going to tell us about <laughs> uh, the documentary, The Fire uh, Festival documentary she yeah. watched on Netflix. That's coming up next on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's 8.50, it's the 22nd, it's Oscar nomination day, and uh, Jason is still recovering from his illness, and you can catch up on what he's doing in his health update at Jason Matheson on Twitter and Instagram. And then Lex, she's in Puerto Rico having a grand old time. Yep. Yes, and she is with her husband on hill with Borton overseas. Some other great ladies who we work with, Lil yeah. Jay, they're going to L.A. and they're going to broadcast <gasps> live Thursday, January 24th, oh. ahead of the SAG Awards. Uh, you can tune in for coverage of their adventure, uh, covering the Screen Actors Guild Awards Monday, January 27th. Um, but they'll be broadcasting live on Thursday. So check that out. You can do that uh, at mytalk1071.com. And if you go there, you're also going to see what they're doing all weekend long, maybe meeting a fake Donna Mills again. Oh, <laughs> okay. So uh, you watched a, a documentary. Yeah, let's. Uh, we do have uh-huh. a couple minutes here before Steve and Donna come oh, in okay. to tell us about what's going on on their show. Can you you watch the Fire documentary on Netflix? I did. I watched it last. I'm night. sorry, Aaron Schwab here Hi. filling in, yeah. and Sonny's in there too. Hi, Sonny. Greetings, beautiful Sonny. I like that. Um, I did, and I didn't realize until my husband came home afterwards. So I watched the Fire Festival documentary. On Netflix, and he mm-hmm. said, but wait, there are two documentaries about it. One is on Netflix and one is on Hulu. I see. Running at the same time. But I didn't even remember the Fire Festival. I didn't remember that oh, necessarily. Oh, I did. It was a and huge then, deal. Right. And now I now watching it again, I now watching this documentary, I remember it happening. Um, but or it not is happening. Fascinating. <laughs> fascinating. And I, it does make you question, like, how any of these people that actually ended up there actually ended up there with all of the weirdness 
that was like online and all of the craziness that like was on the website and you couldn't actually see things and there wasn't any like they used the one set of videos for the whole thing to promote it and like it's fascinating so basically what it is if you don't know it, Ooh, it was a music festival on an island very high end yeah selling they tried they sold tickets but it never actually happened never correct? it did not happen okay. well, i mean it happened but no performances but it didn't it was canceled as soon as all these people got there well and actually the festival was was they came up with with the idea of this festival to actually promote an app, like a, a website that was to make it easier to book celebrities for things. Okay. And that's where Ja Rule kind of came into the whole thing. And ah. um, that this guy, Billy, what's his name? Billy the crazy is what I'm going to call him. Cause he's, he'd be so yeah. crazy. Billy McFarland. Okay. Um, had already started another sort of like way to social connect with people in a big city in New York. And um, so he came up with this idea that they wanted to, you know, make it easier for people to book famous celebrities, celebrity people okay. to come in, perform or do things at, at events. And um, so it's a big that's scam. What they're just they're selling things before they know yeah. how to make it happen, essentially. Yes. Uh, and, and it's it's uh, I've seen it come up on my Netflix queue. It's definitely worth watching. Absolutely. Okay. And it will, as much as we enjoy the cults, right? Yeah. The two oh, of us. yeah. We right? love in big this country. This guy yeah. can for sure talk to people and get them to do whatever he wants. Ah, he's like, like a he, cult leader. He is, right? Okay. And mm. he got people to do that. So I'm going to watch mm. the Hulu one now and I'll let you know. But apparently they're quite, they're different takes on the, on okay. the festival. Gotcha. Did All right. somebody say cult leader? Yeah. <laughs> and yes, here we are. In the oh, great segue, we have Don and Steve from the hey. Don and Steve show. Hi, Don and Steve. What's hey, happening? Morning, What's guys. going on on your show? What are you going to do today? Well, I just watched that. You uh, did? That documentary, too. What God. did you think? What a crook. Right? It oh, was my a God. a great documentary, though. It's so fun. It's it's kind of fun in some way to watch people get scanned, or it's entertaining, right, <laughs> to see a documentary like that? I have never yeah. been so uncomfortable in my life watching this I had thing secondhand unfold. embarrassment. I mean, I was so embarrassed. It's like, guys, you cannot let people come to this island. No, and people kept saying they would be like, Look "No, you have to cancel this." And then they would the next day they would yes. be like, "You're fired, bye." And they'd find more people to go work crazy. for him. Yeah, he's. There's I can't something wait wrong to watch it. Oh, You'll love it. You'll love it. That's great. What else is going on? Oh, on you your know, show? Oscars, the noms. Yes. Came out. We're going to talk about some of the snubs, some of the surprises. Got that on the way. I watched Big Brother. Oh, fantastic! Oh, so much. Yeah. Yes. Oh my oh, gosh! Oh. I forgot it was happening. So that's exciting. <laughs> Check it out. So it's much. The Donna Woo. and Steve show. And guess what? Jason isn't here today, but he would say. Don't let anybody tell you you're doing things wrong. Just do your own thing. You be you. And unless you're a terrible person, then, then be better. Then change, right? Yeah, change okay, that. we will see you tomorrow. Hopefully, Jason will be back. Other than that, have a great day, day folks, and we will check in with you tomorrow. I'll definitely be here because I always am. Oh. <laughs> Bye. Bye.